And now for something completely machinima. Hey everybody, welcome to completelymachinima.com special podcast, an interview with John Martin, the vice president of realillusion.com. Hello, John. How are you? I'm great, Ricky. How are you today? Great. I'm so glad to be friends with you for so long. I wanted to share a little anecdote with you recently. I was going through when we started the uh, And Now for Something Completely Machinima podcast a few months ago. I started going through my old hard drives, and you know what that's like. You start (laughs) finding all this stuff, some of which you don't want to (laughs) find. But I did find something that I had completely forgotten, and that was a a trailer for a documentary I did of the uh, 2006 Academy of Motion of uh, Machinima Arts and Sciences um, Festival. Do you remember that? Absolutely, very, very well. There was there was a, quite a a uh, a crew of of uh, early machinima scoundrels that yes. uh, were present for this. <laughs> oh, I love that machinima scoundrels. It was out at the uh, American Museum of the Moving Picture, I think, in Astoria, Queens. And as I was going through it, I came across a um, a video that I had made of you and your brother John presenting iClone, uh, the first version of iClone for the first time. And as that I was, was thinking, um, and, and it was James and he, he, he oh, definitely starts his yeah. regards and he told me to tell you that he knows stuff too, by the way. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess, I guess we're at a standstill then. <laughs> so, but absolutely, you know, the museum of the moving image in uh story of Queens was, was, a real collection of some creative individuals that, you know, came together for that to, to, to share this experimental art form. And, um, iClone was introduced at that conference. It was the first, um, the first time that we had, you know, really publicly talked about iClone and especially our new approach that was very pro artist and, you know, fit well with, with what was happening in machinima. Uh, and that is that, you know, we provided a, a viable way to create and own the media that you produce. And yeah. so that was kind of the message that we were bringing. Um, and meanwhile, wow, got to meet some wonderful people. Certainly you, Ricky, uh, Paul Marino, um, got to eat or meet, uh, with, uh, uh, you know, Hugh Hancock, got to meet with, uh, I met Bill Lassard at that event, actually. Yeah, so, great. I mean, there was just a real fabric of folks that wove together. And I'm so glad to be a part of that with everyone and, uh, and, and be able to share some of those early stories with you. That's cool. I'm going to release that uh, trailer. It's about four and a half minutes long uh, uh, in tandem with this uh, interview that, that uh, we're having. I'll send you a copy of it so you can see it before we release it. It's pretty cool. That's great. That's I had just gotten a cast off my foot, so I'll see how my hobble was. So, oh goodness, oh, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear about your injury, bud. Well, it's it's healed now because you know it's been a few years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> since 2006, uh, yeah. there's there's some great uh, there's still some great photos that emerge um, that we're reminded of year to year um, that yeah. celebrate that that event. Um, but yeah, there you know that was. Um, that was really the first time that I got to see such a variety and what the organization has showcased always yeah, a variety yeah. 
of creativity from the different engines. And it, sometimes things get overwhelmed from one thing or another. And then there's somebody in, an, in a flight simulator that blows your freaking mind. I know, I know. Right? Yes. I, I, I was thinking, you know, um, I knew iClone had a little ways to go in terms of its development when I first saw it, but I thought, you know, this is great. A, it's a program in which you guys specifically say you own your own stuff because at that time there was yeah. a big um, hullabaloo about rights issues. Yes. And then the second thing is you were there and you were watching all sorts of machinima so that you were being exposed to the very kinds of creative um, uh, uh, possibilities that the, your uh, application was going to make possible. It was a perfect, I think t the timing was really good for us. Um, and you know, it, it, it was, it was a great alignment of artists and aspiration and tools that were really meant to be accessible and reach beyond like, um, you know, you, you kind of, sometimes with game engines, you have to build the watch to tell the time, but you can make amazing stories with it, you know, yeah. but yeah, yeah, we wanted to enough. really <laughs> approach it in a way that you know, the, we, we let the technology be, you know, have a lot of depth, but it was all about accessibility. It was all about being able to enter into the tools and, and, and not be inhibited by them. I, I was having a discussion with James today. You know, he's a professor at Georgia State University right now, among his well, he other says he's a professor. Yeah. <laughs> That's what his business card says. We believe okay. it. He's, he's, he, but he has, he has a, um, a number of students that are doing some, you know, some pretty fantastic work, but, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, the early, just, just the early days of machinima and the early days of these tools and how it, it, it was a, a real effort to be able to get a story. I mean, to be able to wield technology, to do what you wanted to do. And there was a real right. artistry to that adventure and to that tenacity. And yeah. you found, you know, people who were good at game mods and coding all of a sudden with a voice and telling a story. And yeah. so it was really a, a great mishmash of, of stories that came from that because you diversified the storyteller and you, you let the tools, you know, so machinima inspired the seeds of iClone to become what it is now because the community was so hungry for something that could be a tool that would allow them to express themselves without, you know, being in the shadow of an industry standard that looms right. over them, right? That or I can never surmount that challenge, you know, that, that big mountain. Forget yeah. that. There's so many little hills now that you can leap over. And, you know, we were having the, so full circle, that, that conversation was about, you know, where we, we try to not only develop to, but listen to what, um, you know, what, what the community has, has long since been after. And, and, um, you know, that, that's something that won't change. That's a principle that's in. Yeah. I, I wanted to say, I think uh, um, you're an iClone seven now, and I don't think the accessibility issue has changed at all. In fact, if anything, <laughs> it's even more accessible um, than ever before. And, and, you know, and, and starting on a completely machinima podcast, I've had a chance to think a lot about the uh, um, past beginnings of machinima versus where we are today. And I think sometimes people who, 
uh, are making machinima today with the tools, the variety of tools you have, don't really understand how hard it was <laughs> at the beginning to, yeah. to put together something, you know. In fact, I, I did an interview with David Van uh, when we first uh, started for the first uh, podcast episode. He did uh, a The Town That Dreaded Sundown. He used the soundtrack to their trailer and then recreated it inside of Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. And it was just fantastic. Yeah. And so yeah. while we were talking, uh, I did a little interview with him. And I said, well, so, no, how did you do it? What was your workflow? And he says, well, you know, we did the multiplayer thing, and I was the camera. And, the, and I said, you know, that's just like how they started. But sometimes they had to hack the game in order to get the camera to be a free-moving camera. Yep. And there was this long pause, and he said, hack the game? <laughs> and I said, yeah, they had some people had to go into the any file and change a whole bunch of, wow, you guys actually, you guys actually hacked the game to do some of those things. <laughs> and I realized, you know, people today, they just don't understand how when you first started, there were no tools there. I mean, you were making right. something out of nothing. So when iClone came along that was specifically designed for people uh, to be able to make machinima and of course other things as well. Um, I was just thrilled with it. And I wanted to ask you um, quickly uh, before we moved on to more contemporary news, could you, uh, uh, and you know, if you can't, that's fine. That, that's great. But could you tell us a little bit about the history of iClone from where it started to how it's become iClone 7 and, and its growth? Because it's obviously a, it's a, I was working with it the other day, and it's just such a great program. Um, and I remember it started, it was so basic when it started. Can you yeah. share a little bit about its development? Sure, certainly, and, and thank you. Um, it's, it's been and, and continues to be, uh, you know, a journey uh, for, a, for a lot of reasons because we, we stay, you know, very inquisitive and interested um, and passionate. And at the same time, we've been really blessed with um, having a core group of engineers and visionaries that have been with this pro this product from day one. And many of them have 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 had a long you know history with the product. So part of the evolution of the product is also the the maturing and the the evolution of these developers as well. Because ah. if you're seeing all you know this the, the, this is uh, you know, it's kind of a living thing, right? Because um, right. It, we're we're in our 21st year. We just, you know, 2020 was was 20 wow. for us. And um, you know, I've I've been lucky enough to you know see all of those and know, have many partners that have as well. So you know, at the essence of Reillusion, sometimes people get lost in companies and titles and products and things. But what's really behind it, first of all, to talk about iClone is that you've got a set of very devout, very competent, very like just super inquisitive amount of individuals that are developing these products. And so, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey for them on the back end to deliver something that's, you know, always you know, hitting that accessibility mark, but really climbing in features too. So, yeah. you know, the people are the story first and then the product comes from its early foundation really kind of evolved from 
doing more with your digital photos. This is pre-YouTube. This is pre-any kind of social media. This was when we had digital cameras and, uh-huh. you know, handy cams big enough that you needed really kind of two hands to, to, to do much. And, you know, certainly no smartphone. Um, flips at best, you know. But iClone was in its, you know, first phase. I guess the iPhone launched actually the year after iClone if that puts it into perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's where iClone was in the timeline, predates that. So originally, um, iClone, why I said it comes from doing more through digital photos, it's it's very first kind of experimental product was called It's Me. And It's Me was was like a... A brother to Crazy Talk. And Crazy Talk, as you know, is our flagship. Make any digital photo talk with a few clicks. Right. And right. right. Well, with iClone or with It's Me, It's Me took that to like uh, a 3D bobblehead. You could make a 3D dancing bobblehead of yourself, if you will. Hmm. Okay. So it was a novelty sort of thing. There was motion capture that was part of it. It was a single camera, non-animated, but it was a character. And the discussion began and the discussion began around what if we do more characters? What if we allow there to be more options of characters? There allows to be more uh, flexibility in clothing. And then we start seeing that there's, there's more to character that we would like to accomplish. And so we develop a new UI, we develop a new brand, we develop a product called at the time, um, it was a code name Cyclone, and we put out a small beta. A few people tried it, and we got some nice feedback. And we branded, and and it went out with a V1 of Iclone that had a male and a female character that had a few different uh, types of dress, had a few different types of uh, motion capture that came with that. And um, it had a camera and um, a very basic, it wasn't even the, a, a timeline yet. You basically had a uh, keyable uh, playhead. So it was very, very basic, but you could create performances with that. Mm. And it was, it was really a character tool. And the evolution came from there. And it's been, um, you know, our, our, our foundation is all about facial animation crazy talk, right? Lip sync. Okay. So we apply that to the 3d. Um, we apply, uh, the continued efforts towards character and you see what emerges is, um, today, a, a very central digital human development, uh, you know, pipeline and workflow that, um, you know, creates, uh, you know, characters for, uh, real time for film production all the way down to prototypes. And then, you know, iClone, which is the complete umbrella now of 3D animation. Uh, and not only for creation and editing of face and body, but also, um, you know, your scenes, your physics and, and, and uh, rendering. And then uh, the ability for you to um, bring in and, and utilize the entire, um, you know, cross-section of motion capture equipment to do full body performance for characters. So, you know, 
we've 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 evolved it to where it is a character creation with character creator animation with iClone and then um you know fully interactive with motion live and deployment with uh you know everything that our connectivity is about accessibility not just to the um the 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 interface um but also accessibility to every part of the every every aspect of the creative process yeah right that's now. great yeah i'm so proud of you guys i've um i was there for most of the incarnations of uh iclone and i was so impressed with the fact that you guys were willing at siggraph and other places to look at new uh, um, technologies and to incorporate them uh, at the time i was thinking uh, with the early iclone that uh, poser uh was a was a competitor, but then I saw that Poser made no effort to engage the machinima community, which was one of the main uh, uh, communities that would want to use something like Poser or iClone. And so I was really proud of you guys when you guys uh, engaged the machinima community and got feedback about what to include, what not to include. Um, Real Illusion has always been very responsive to the community. And that's the reason why you have uh, such a diverse uh, abilities uh, and workflow that you were referring to today. Um, and yeah, I think- I, well, I'm also impressed. One last thing. I, I'm also sure. impressed with two things that you guys in- included. The, the motion capture, because the technology for motion capture has changed so radically from when you guys first started back in 2006 and earlier. Yeah. And then also the um, uh, character. Uh, Focus on the ability to design characters, real, realistic and interesting characters. If you look at the characters, the first male and female that you guys included with the iClone uh, in 2006, and you put them side by side with a character that you could create <laughs> with skin gen, they're almost not not even in the same world. You know what sure. I mean? The yeah. development has been so profound and startling. You know, it, it, it. you're right. And uh, I saw an interesting comparison recently of even uh, um, game characters, you know, from about the same era of time. And, you know, l- thankfully, our industry as a whole has evolved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all have benefited. And, you know, um, double thankfully, Reillusion has been very aware of this evolution and, and, and paid attention. Um, you know, we, we strive to not only, you know, build a better digital human for real time, um, but balance the the quality and performance so that you get, you know, really the best of both worlds, you know, with those characters once they go out into, you know, any other environment. Um, the, you know, you, you speak about, um, you know, the early days and those, those, you know, first two characters, you know, that was, characters were always part of it. Uh, but certainly the the machinima community and and I guess I think games in general really inspired the the need for a, a built in library or access to a library yeah. of content because yeah. you know um, if you need a if you need a tree you don't need to go model a freaking tree you know <laughs> give me tree you know or tables or whatever you know I yeah. I got a story to tell right right. You know. So I was thinking often of of that very same thing is that putting together a machinima film in 2006 versus putting together a machinima film in 2021, 
are so radically different things. Because as you say, if I wanted to get a tree, um, yeah. I could buy a game that had trees in it. That would be right. one solution. But if I wanted to design a specific scene with specific trees in mind, say like a spooky forest with uh, pine trees or something mm-hmm. like that, you you just really couldn't do it. You were left with the game, whatever it was you could choose, unless you wanted to learn how to model. Or even then, I don't think they had uh, 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 depositories or, or collections of uh, 3D assets that you could buy. Today, you can walk into the Unreal Marketplace or the Real right. Illusion Marketplace, grab a pine tree, um, oftentimes for free for, for those sorts of things, or buy a pack, a low-cost pack, and then just make your scene in an hour, whereas Absolutely. it would take you an entire week to do it back in 2006. So they don't right. know. Those, these damn whippersnapper kids, they just don't know how, <laughs> how good they have it. You know, the, the content marketplace is, a, is an interesting zone for sure, and, and you know, our evolution in that most recently has been with ActorCore. Um, with bringing our motion library right. to yeah, that's individual great. motions that you can yeah. purchase on micro purchase, or you know you can uh, access all of our packs and try that. But it's fully interactive online. You know you can flip the motions around and um, you know really really find what you need um, without needing to necessarily buy every pack. You know, so right. it's right. but it's a quick access way to do that. And Actor Core is is an element that is, if, if, if there's a aspect beyond, uh, you know, of course the fourth coming iClone eight, um, if there's another aspect to be very watchful of is, is actor core and what's happening there, because this is the beginning of that service motion will, will be a part of it. There will, there will be an evolution of what becomes a real centralized online zone for characters and uh motions and and you know what what you can do to access those and selectively get what you need out of that that library so yeah yeah i've been very impressed with actor core well let's do a quick fast forward to uh today and uh, talk a little bit about character creator three's um uh connection with uh nvidia's recently or relatively recently announced uh, nvidia's omniverse sure now you if you look at the applications that are included in Connect, which is the uh, the the aspect of Omniverse, which allows other applications to connect with each other inside of Omniverse, mm-hmm. and basically for the listeners who don't know, Omniverse is a um, began as an internal way for Nvidia employees to uh, uh, work together. Uh, and also to share assets on a, on a basic stage, a basic place. And that became uh, so robust that they decided to make, a, make it public and uh, build a, a platform for it. And they recently announced the, the um, they did a, it's in beta, but they announced the big um, uh, professional level of it. Right now it's uh, for collaborators, for people who just want to uh, put together, to work together to make a scene or work in uh, building a design or a, or a workshop or, a, a, or an architectural design or something like that. But when I was looking through the applications that were listed, many of those applications were high-level pro applications. We're talking about Revit. We're talking about uh, AutoCAD. Mm-hmm. We're talking mm-hmm. about 3D Studio Max. And then you see 
Real Illusions character creator. <laughs> and yeah. I was so impressed. And I'm not saying, and I'm not trying to imply that the character creator is any less of a good program as, as those others. It's just that the, the people that they appeal to, it's a different market than the others. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed with the fact that you guys jumped on this new technology with such a commitment. Um, and I'd like to get a little bit on the background sure. about that, about that decision to join them, because it all revolves around the Pixar format USD, right. which is a universal scene description format. And I wasn't sure whether that was going to be a real problem for you guys to um, put uh, to use that new factor or whether USD had been a part of the real illusion product cycle for a while. So we, you know, the, the announcements and the news recently has, has been fantastic. And, and anyone that hasn't had a chance to check out the Omniverse GTC keynote, I, I certainly highly suggest it on lots of levels. This is probably one of the most interesting times in NVIDIA um, in, in quite a while from, from lots of different angles. Um, I think so really, too. Yeah. 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 So you, you, you watched that I'll, as well, right? I'll be sure to uh, make sure that link is in our show notes for this interview. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really worth the watch. It's a good, and Jensen Huang is always the CEO of, uh, NVIDIA is, is always entertaining. Um, he's, he's, he's very good at delivering, uh, the news, but we, we had an opportunity to work with NVIDIA from a very, from very early on with Omniverse. Um, and so we, we were you know, certainly excited about, um, you know, the prospect of, of bringing characters into this new platform. Um, and, you know, that was, that was shared on both sides. So, um, we had the benefit of a really robust developer program with NVIDIA. So, you know, anyone who does any kind of, um, you know, development and, and is, you know, eligible for the program, I highly suggest getting involved with it because right now is it's just a renaissance at NVIDIA. There's great stuff going on and they're, they're super interactive. Um, so we had, uh, we had the opportunity to, to take a look at what they were doing and this highly collaborative visual platform that's based on, on the ultimate rendering being, uh, you know, in the RTX. Yeah. Um, the ray traced you know, rendering. Or, or, uh, environment is, uh, you know, where all of this is headed um, in the end. But the, the creation of Omniverse is kind of a, you think of the metaverse for digital content creation tools. Mm-hmm. You know, we think of the metaverse and we think Ready Player One, which is awesome because that's what I want too. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, that's what to me, and this is this is my definition, I feel like that this is this is what we've created. And it's the ultimate in collaboration. And let me kind of paint a picture of what that what this could mean. Omniverse and the Omniverse um, connector is is something that a, a connector allows you to connect your software to the Omniverse platform, and it allows your content to have this universal um, scene description USD interchange. And so it's like a round trip, right? So as you change things, 
things can evolve inside the inside omniverse, uh, you know, nearly instantaneously. And so this can happen if you look at omniverse um, as like a, a, a zone for everything to come together. There's a couple of applications right now. There's something called the omniverse create. And then there's uh, a forthcoming Omniverse Machinima, which is going to be super awesome. There's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the introduction <laughs> to that? At the GTC is pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. So Omniverse Create, though, is, is right now um, the authoring environment for where everything connects to Omniverse. So what can connect? Say you've got um, characters coming in from Character Creator. We've enabled a, co a connector for that. So you can create a character in Character Creator and send it over into a project inside Omniverse Create. Meanwhile, let's say your set is being designed using Max or Maya, maybe some elements of it. Maybe it's just the furniture. Okay. So you've got, a, you've got someone, maybe it's in your office. Maybe they're across town. Maybe they're uh, you know, in a completely different time zone. And, but in, you know, the same time as you're working, you can see their work happening non-destructively to yours inside Omniverse Create. This is all coming together collaboratively. Um, you can also have, you know, someone working in Omniverse Create that's setting up. So, you know, what might be the shot that's being tried or tried to being right. achieved. Right. So, you can have all of these different spokes coming into Omniverse Create from all the supported digital content creation tools to collaboratively build a scene together, build a project together. And while that's happening, you have the ability to share that. Omniverse allows you to send a VR and AR experience out to pipe someone directly into your project. You can send a URL to someone and say, hey, come look at this. Collaboration is key with this. And so that's why, because all of us as, you know, creators, typically, you know, you, it's spread across the globe. So many people that, you know, I've met and talked to, you know, it's, it's, it, we're all everywhere, but that's not ever inhibited machinima creators. Y'all have done voiceovers from afar, you know, you've created <laughs> stories. Yeah. Ricky, you've got credit upon credit, I know, um, <laughs> across the globe. You need a world yeah, tour yeah. t-shirt. Um, but, <laughs> you know, this this is made. This platform's really made for the machinima community, especially yeah, being yeah, so yeah. diverse. Don't you think, like, located so far uh, in, in different areas? It, it's, a, it's a consolidator. Yeah, I've been very impressed. I, I sat through the... Uh, uh, introduction by Dane, um, one of the Omniverse Machinima crew members, who, by the way, we're going to be interviewing uh, later this uh, month for uh, next month's uh, Machinima. I hope to. I hope that they release the beta of the uh, Machinima Omniverse uh, before that, so I can have some focused questions for him. But um, I was very impressed with what they had come up with, the mm -hmm. real-time physics. Um, the ability to be able to bring in a character, um, creator character that you've designed specifically mm -hmm. based on the character that you want to create, place it inside of a set from a variety of sources that they have. I think they have uh, three different games, Squad and um, 
Mountain Blade, another one. Uh, and I, God knows they're going to be expanding all of this. But as soon as, oh, soon right. as word gets out and the game community goes, well, I've got to be a part of this. Um, so you can grab a character creator, throw it in there, take an animation from character, character creator, throw it on there, do a lip sync um, that they have. They have uh, audio to face, which is another interesting a- application that they're putting out soon, which allows you to do a, 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 a real-time lip sync with emotions based on the uh, a wave recording. It, you can generate automatic emotion for it. Throw that on top of it, and suddenly you have a scene with an emotional character um, in in an hour. You know what I mean? Yes. That you can you can adjust, you can fix, you can go back and start over, do a new one, because the ability to to create uh, um, iterations of whatever you're working on mm-hmm. so much faster than it is in the past that it allows you to make mistakes. Um, oh, yeah, free- fail fast. Absolutely. Yeah, right, exactly. And 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 from those mistakes, you learn, well, no, that isn't right. That isn't right. Ah, that's right. Right. And it ups, and it ups the quality of your, of your work. Um, it'll take some getting used to, I think, by the machinima community. Um, we're trying to do a bit of an outreach uh, to the community to get them to be interested in it. One of the downsides is that in order to use the program, you have to have an RTX card, um, which, you know, yeah, that's, that's not a bad one. But it, the timing is really bad because the ability to get a RTX GPU is so severely limited today that you're going to be paying $1,000 if you wanted to buy a new RTX card. Uh, and that's going to be that's going to be a little tough, but I think that's going to ease up towards the end of the year, and I think that's going to make it a lot easier yeah. for people to uh, use the program. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, now, since you have Character Creator integrated, um, are you, I assume you guys are planning on integrating iClone as well, right? Yes, we are absolutely. Uh, the iClone uh, connector uh, will be coming as well. And we, at the end of our GTC session that I did with, uh, uh, with Dr. Elvis Swam, who is our head of innovation, um, he, uh, he, he actually teased the iClone connector. And um, if you're registered for GTC and you can see it uh, now after, uh, I think, May the 11th, they will have that uh, posted uh, so that you can see it, you know, outside as Great. well. I'll have, so definitely. Somehow I missed that. That will be posted too. So yes, it cool. will be an iClone connector. And uh, one of the, among, among some many different fascinating things that that's going to do for, I think the pipeline to Omniverse. One thing that's very cool is that um, if you're familiar with iClone, you know that you can just drag and drop a motion onto a character and then it's animating, right? right. Um, at anywhere in the timeline. So with this uh, um, iClone connector solution, whenever you do that, you just drag a motion and put it onto a character in iClone, that motion is automatically immediately portrayed onto the character into Omniverse. So it is a instant. There is no FBX transfer. There's no start frame, end frame. It's just there. So this is going to be some interesting time. So you, you think... It's going to take machinima folks to get adjusted. I think it's going to get. It's going to take everyone a little bit of time to get adjusted to 
the power that is going to be coming at us so fast, especially with the advancements in machine learning and what that means for the future yeah. of animation, because yeah. that right there is something that you'll see from Reillusion in the future as well. Yeah, that's the big thing is the uh, uh, deep learning, machine learning algorithms that they're putting into uh, all of the major apps, I think yep. is a, a real a forward-looking uh, technology that we can all appreciate. Omniverse is based on that idea as well. And the, uh, as I mentioned before, the notion that you can do things so quickly because mm -hmm. it's iterated so fast that, uh, yes. for example, you get the iClone Connect, you go, oh, you come up with a script and you think, okay, I'm going to do this story about these three kids and they're hanging out in a, in a park and uh, one of them says, well, hey, let's go do some skateboarding. And they skate over there and they meet up with a super villain who, who says, no, you can't skateboard here. So that's the first scene. They go to the uh, Real Illusion Marketplace. They get their three kids if they don't have them already. They get the costumes all set up. They bring them into Omniverse. They drop them. They, dro they get the set. They drop the set on there. They put the kids in there. They grab the animations. They put them on there. Bang, bang, bang. And in 25 minutes to a half an hour, they have the scene that they just wrote an hour earlier. Absolutely. And, you know, with the pipeline, you know, depending on what it is that they want to do, if they just need a quick render, uh, if they, if they, if they not even just a quick render, if they didn't, you know, a, a fine render, they can go with iClone. If they need a quick render, they can go with iClone. If they want to go to an interactive or, you know, uh, you know, a game engine, they go to Unreal or Unity or now Omniverse certainly as well. And Omniverse not only gives you the real time, you know, quality, but you're, you're getting Pixar level rendering out of oh, that I as know. well. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's going to create a bit of a quandary, I think, yeah. for some cinema filmmakers, because it's it's kind of an interesting hybrid omniverse is because it's a mix of real-time technology and rendered technology. Mm -hmm. So for example, that scene that I just talked about, you can render that scene out in a traditional fashion sure. and have the absolute highest quality you want. Of course, now that means that it's sort of not machinima, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a, a kind of more traditional method of rendering, or you can just capture the real-time um, activities on inside of the omniverse screen, and it would be traditional machinima. So I think it's gonna it, it's gonna sort of blend machinima and th traditional three D rendering together in a way that we've never seen before. Yeah, it's you know it it's gonna open up some 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 really new and exciting creativity. I think because it's gonna allow creators to not just wait for a file to let themselves yes. be creative or marry content disjointed because I'm working on this right. and you're working right. on that. And then we know it's going to go together because we've planned it. But yes. really there's a, there's something about, you know, you can have a cellist and a, and a violinist playing in separate rooms, but put them together, you know, like it's, there's something yeah. about that symphony, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I I love that. I love, be, especially right now, like underscore it with the moment, like what we've all just been through as a society and as, you know, with, with the isolation that, you know, this is a collaborative tool that would have bridged those gaps no matter what. 
you know, as long as you had electricity, you could be yes. collaborative, continual with your team and work like like lines of, um, you know, lines of people that are in the production world also that are working that were, you know, completely taken away from the, their roles because yes. of that. You know, this this is something that I think can safeguard a lot of what we all, you know, either do now or hope to do or aspire to, you know, make money in, you know, that this safeguards those careers also as, as well. So I think it's just, it, it means a lot for our industry as creators, as um, a tool that kind of helps fortify the future of what's next, you know, and not just, um, you know, not, not, not something that's, that's going to be prohibitive to the process. I think, I think it's really bold. Yep. Now, is there anything that you would like to cover that I haven't talked about, John? Uh, one thing I want to say is I'm super excited that you guys have revived the podcast. I, I was <laughs> I was a giant Ricky and Phil fan from way back. The Overcast. I got to give an old shout out. Oh, uh, man. Listen, man, that's that 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 is some good stuff. So, uh, but you know, I'm excited about you guys doing this. I think that uh, right now is just still, you know, we're all here. We're all still talking about it. It's all, it's still just as fascinating as it was the last time we talked about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just I mean, even more so. I yeah. mean, we've discovered when I started out on the podcast, I was uh, apprehensive, as I mentioned in the first episode and not really convinced that uh, Machinima was still alive. And um, I was so happy to be proven wrong because there's such interesting machinima being done uh, today, not only on a, on an everyday kind of, Hey, let's get the guys together and make a story. Here's a story I've created, mm-hmm. which I think is a, a ton of fun, but also on a, a more professional level uh, yep. the, they're essentially using machinima techniques in virtual production today Yes, um, through the unreal engine. Plus the academic uh, and uh, artistic side of machinima is alive and well. I just finished looking, mm-hmm. going through the Milan machinima festival, which had some of the most bizarre and fascinating <laughs> artworks in machinima that I have ever seen. And awesome. um, I think that just really excites me to be, at a time in which the tools are just right. I remember Paul Marino once in a conversation, and if you don't know Paul Marino, folks, uh, he was one of the most important people in machinima. He created the uh, Academy of Machinima Arts and Sciences. He was was a very important person in terms of making machinima a legitimate practice and trying to work with game companies to uh, legitify the rights and all of that. And in conversation, he was talking about um, he wanted a tool that would allow him to be able to to not have to deal with all the difficulties that a game would uh, cause him. He wouldn't have to hack anything. They would have a free camera. You could be able to record. You could be able to Mm -hmm. move your characters around. Well, now you have some games that do that. Um, Yeah. GTA five does all of that and uh, red dead redemption, several other tools, but you have actual game engines that people are using to create games in like unreal and unity and real illusions. iClone to be able to specifically create 
the stories and characters that you want to create, whether they're right. the strangest characters in the world or they're most traditional, or you're even doing a fan pick on um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, some, you know, uh, Game of Thrones. You want to do a Game of Thrones scene, um, all for fun. You know what I mean? Right. And it it's so great to see that that is still alive. That impulse is still alive, even more so today. Um, so that's it. I've stepped off my soapbox, my machine on the soapbox, and I'm back to reality. <laughs> well, John, thank you so much for being with us today, man. I know we could probably talk another hour and a half, but uh, I, I think we probably should cut it off here. Um, last question. When can we look for uh, iClone 8 or the iClone Connect? Any idea, roughly? So the evolution with Omniverse is ongoing. So uh, what I would say, first of all, is get the Omniverse uh, launcher from NVIDIA. And then everything, once you get that, they've done a great job of just packaging everything up in there. Uh, The access to the software, our connector, the access to their training. So that's kind of a one stop. Um, Then, uh, of course, if you don't have Character Creator, you you can download that. Um, and Great then tool. highly recommended ladies and gentlemen, yeah, we've got a 30 day trial for that. And there's always, there's always a good, uh, bundle or special or something like that. If you haven't picked it up, uh, yeah. the character creator is, um, you know, it's perpetual. So once you have it, you own it, you, the, the EULA is incredibly, you know, supportive for the community, uh, to be able to work. So, but iClone eight, um, stay tuned this summer, uh, look out. I think this year is, is looking really good. Um, okay. for, uh, we've been through a beta, um, that, uh, is, is winding down. And so, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a big release. Uh, iClone's, iClone Ake has, has got some exciting new features. So check out the forum on Reillusion, and, uh, I won't go through too many spoilers. Come over to the forum and take a okay. look. There's a running log of some things that's happening. Well, will you come back and talk to us about iClone 8 when it comes Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So there'll be Thanks. teasers too. Follow the uh, you know, follow the social media and you'll you'll catch some of the early stuff, but you know, we'll we're always happy to uh to share some insight and I'm always happy to talk to you, Ricky. Great. Well, listen, thank you very much for being here today. And also congratulations on your uh, character creator integration with uh, Omniverse. And uh, best of luck to you for the future plans with Real Illusion products. Thanks a lot, Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Yep.